Welcome back to a new Waterwave TV interview. You see, I got my one episode co-host to my right, Lavish Vinny Bands. May give you some insight onto who we got on today, if you couldn't already tell by the title. But you will find out right after this intro. Let's run. And while you at it, keeping this shit, go ahead to youtube.com backslash Waterwave TV and subscribe to that shit. Yeah. You know the waves in it, baseball we're hitting a home run hitter with the coldest rings. And even on my bad days, I'm a clutch to finish. The track diminished, the booth burnt hands is itching. Damn. You know Shout out Jay Giller. Yeah, you know the song. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are back from the intro. Thank you, Jake Giller. We got NZ Rose and the whole free world. I guess not the whole free world, but baby Rio, Benny Bands, yes, free world in the building. If the whole free world was here, we'd be <laughs> that was going to be one of my first questions was like who how big is free world because i remember i thought like i feel like every time i see you guys there's more and i could be wrong but maybe or maybe not that there's always new ones being added but just people i didn't know that yeah like part of it. i guess like something that like people get mistaken is like anyone can be free world mm-hmm. like anybody can throw up the f anybody can put on a shirt anybody can yell free world like yeah. it's free world for a reason it's for everybody but we have a lot of artists. We have some, like, painters, like, artists, like, like not just music. We got music, photography. Um, that fly doesn't even do nothing until we start, and then it starts landing on the mics. The fly? Yeah. It likes we'll get to busting faux Nick at this fly. Man. But, no, we got, we got hella people, but I could, I could name them all. Though. Yeah, because, so. like, I remember when we were at the – like, I've always I, – I feel like I've, I've heard of most of the artists that are involved just because of, like, you guys reposting or making music together and stuff. But then we were at the T Grizzly thing, and I remember Fats was like, if you're free world, get in the get in the studio or get in the theater. And there was, like, four – not 40, like, 20, 30 people, like, following him in the theater. I was like, damn. Is yeah. this, yeah, we mean. call ourselves free world mafia because we're like a mob. Like, mm-hmm. everywhere we go, it's like a big group of people yelling free world so that like, mm-hmm. you can't miss us you know yeah. and that's right. like that's the goal is just to get everybody in mm-hmm. you know what i mean all kinds of different kind of people no matter what you do music art anything yeah it's as long as like, as long as you support us we support you and that's how it goes oh. yeah but as far as like official members and like artists and just all that kind of shit i'm, I'm just gonna go through them because i yeah, feel like that. everybody kind of deserves a shout out so number one is wooski or avery Sweet. and he He's just like our main man. Like that's the dog. Like the if you, if you stuck sure. at a studio over over north of Minneapolis or some shit, and you need a ride back to the city, St. Paul, you know, like that nigga gonna slide on you no matter what time it is to bring yeah. you home type shit. Any engineers, and he does music of his own too. Definitely. So shout out to Wooster. Shout out Woo. We got Steeny, which is like one of our main producers. Um, our first Free the World album or tape he produced damn near every single song and he's always in the studio and he's always the one asking in the group chat hey, who's trying to cook up you know what i mean and me obviously Lindsay rose um um district six he's from where is he is he from fargo <laughs> that nigga from fargo slash minneapolis and that nigga yeah. crazy fargo, what's music, fargo? music is through the, like through the minnesota? roof minnesota Mm-hmm. Or, I feel like as far as it's South Dakota, Dakota North, 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 North Dakota. North Dakota. That's, a, that's Dakota. NDSU, isn't it? Like their campus is in Fargo, right? He went to school in Minneapolis, but has, has like one of his parents in North Dakota. Yeah, he, man. he just be all over, all around. I love you, Steenie. And got Wonder, Mr. Wonderman. Shout out to Wonderman. Super Welcome to talented producer, artist, engineer, Wonder. all that kind of shit. Um, Neek, Neek get paid. I think he'll... Pull up here. Does he make music? Yeah, he okay. does. He's I always just see him like with you, so I didn't even know. Yeah, he um he hasn't that's had a song crazy. out like an official oh, song release. He's got like a video out and stuff like that. So he's only seventeen, so he's just kind of building himself up. 
Um, HBK Solo. Shout out HBK. Shout out HBK Solo. Shout uh-huh. out Nigga Press, Press, Press. Vinny, obviously. Bam, man. Shout out um, Vinny Bands. Shout out Da Vinci. Shout out Da Vinci Press. Lavish Vinci. Um, Retro, Kashi. Retro, Kashi. Shout out Retro. Shout out Ali Stone Press. Ali Press, Press. Press, Tyson, press. Tyson, money. Oh my god, yo, Money's hold on, hold on, hold on. Yo, Tyson, real quick. Let me let me say a little shit real quick. This nigga Tyson is the only nigga we got from Florida, and this nigga's sound is so unique and it's all like production based. Like he has kind of like a standard like speaking voice, and when he like records, he doesn't really sing that much. He can, but he doesn't really like extend his voice that much. But the production end of Tyson's music is ridiculous. Y'all go search up Tyson Dane on no Instagram cap. and give him a follow because no his page cap. just got deleted. So follow Tyson Dane. Super good producer and he's from Florida too. So we're like trying to extend. <laughs> um, and then just like honorable mentions and just like newer members. Um, Ro Dizzy, Jack Bentley, um, Chris, who's a security guard, big Chris security. Um, Gora, Kimmy. Um, John X. Oxblood. Lil Crush, John X, yep, um, and Audi, obviously, and many, many more. You know what I mean? Is the list keep going? So it's just it's not necessarily like you guys are a band, Mm-mm. but like you're just kind of just like a group of people that all have the same mission and cannot. If everyone's kind of tunneling their fans into like a a, a motive, it can help everybody. I think that? a lot of people kind of get us confused as like a label. Like yeah. we're not a label. Like we're just a big music collective of individual artists, mm-hmm. and we make a lot of songs together too. And yeah, so it's not a label. None of us are like signed, signed. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We're just, um, we just kind of act like a label and move around like that. And that's why people, um, that's why people maybe get that are, perception. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because uh, uh, I say, how, do, where, how does Emin Fats come into the situation? Because I know he's like the OG Shout that was looking out for like, like your guys' group. And I know Shout he's always me. like shouting out Free World. He even talks to me about y'all a lot. It's so, like, how Shout did, how did he come into the, picture or like and like how did that happen so when i came back to minnesota from college i dropped out of college because i just kind of it just wasn't for me you know what Mm -hmm. i mean i went there did the basketball thing i wanted Mm -hmm. to continue my basketball shit from high school Mm because it's just something i wasn't ready to let go yet but until i got to college i was like i don't like this shit Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but when i came back sunny was like hey we got a studio because i was just kind of going around you know i hit up you because remember i came and did a couple studio sessions here Mm -hmm. and i hit up other people just kind of find a good place where i really like wanted to just sit down and work and Mm -hmm. get back into the music shit sunny was like we got a studio in st paul you know we don't have an engineer or anything yet but you know if you can bring your own people we can i want to start working with you i want to start putting out music again and i was like cool i didn't even know fats was in the picture until until they were like um I was working enough and they were like yeah we really really fuck with you and then so this is minnesota fats this is like the og mm-hmm. and i'd already knew who minnesota fats was before i feel like if you're in minnesota music you should know who fats is and if you don't know who fats is you should look him up because he's done a lot legendary for minnesota artists not even just like new gen but like back in the day he's you know super, you know I mean? super og super yeah, OG, i'm trying man. to get him on here yeah and Hell so yeah. he um he i think this was his, you know, time where he was like trying to get newer artists and just work on his own artists mm-hmm. now and then generate. But Fats just does everything for us, to be honest. Like he, if we need something, it's just a phone call away. And he presents us with like really big opportunities and just teaches us how to like get it on our own. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I still sell CDs now because of Fats. Yeah. And it's made me a good amount of money. You know what I mean? Like just different ways to hustle. And he teaches us the game. Um, from his perspective yeah. and it, it's just you know a lot I mean? of stuff that may have gotten forgotten over the years or even exactly. just the past couple of years where like 
think uh like even jsd i did his interview that's dropping um by the time you guys are listening to this it'll already be out but uh and he's like i still you know he's like i sold however many thousand cds this year or physical cds maybe it was a dollar or ten dollars each but like those are like sales that like you normally wouldn't get or maybe you know even if you sell them for five bucks a cd that's yeah. more than you would make off of like if someone streamed every song on your album on spotify anyways like yeah, it's just like something that's really ta- to like really that. taught me that that like is always gonna stay ingrained in my mind. Like if you sell two hundred thousand five dollars CDs, that's a million dollars. Period. Yeah. In your pocket, cash. There's no excuse. Five dollar anything's I guess Literally. at that point. Or t shirts, CDs, stickers. You know what I mean? Anything. anything. So. Anything. But I'm just saying, as far as like records itself, yeah. like because just like you said, like streams isn't necessarily the big money making you know yeah. what i mean like having the physical cd and it being five dollars is 10 times more than one stream yeah. or even even more than that you know what yeah. i mean so and i'm the type that when i go to concerts that's like the one thing i buy from the merch stands is their cds or yeah. their albums instead right. of the t-shirts because i th- i feel i feel it as like a thing it's like well let's say most artists at least in minnesota if they're putting on a show and they got their cds they're only maybe printing 100 maybe a thousand at the most maybe 200 cds yeah. so it's like let's say this artist blows up i have their physical album from that one time they performed at first ave or wherever it may be and this was their first album yeah. and or if something. you catch me i'll sign it and yeah. it'll be worth more yeah you know? and then you know five years down the line if they're a big artist shit like that you know it's just like inv- it's like a investing in like a memorabilia that maybe yeah. like imagine if you had drake's first album when he oh printed God. his like first one at, <laughs> at when he opened up for some person That's at some random hole wall venue so you know or just shit like that and same with t-shirts and merch but yeah that's always my go-to is the things yeah. um i'm curious so like obviously free world wasn't you haven't always been in free world no. and like even just like even when you just first started making music, even just trying to find your ways. Cause we, I first met you, I think it was like 2017. You, you Jake brought you out in his set at first Ave. Yeah. For, for was w- it that nerdy show? Nerdy show. Yeah. How, how old were you at that time? I was probably 14 or 15. Okay. Yeah. And that's why I met and Jake was, I remember Jake was like, this girl, Enzi Rose, she's super fire. Did you get, you guys had a song together too? Yeah. Like yeah. a long time ago. A long time like ago. When I first started. Yeah. yeah. So he brought you out and then I remember meeting you then and then, uh, but like at that time, and I'd say even just like your high school career, you went, uh, uh, you were, oh, you played on Hopkins, which kind of gave you that really close, uh, close connection to Paige. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, eventually you and Paige ended up even making a song together. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of curious, like what was like your mindset while being in high school? Like what was like your goals or like where you thought you would be in high school? Cause you got even like the slam connection yeah. and, um, like working with Josh, like there were, you had yeah. a lot of really good motion going on uh, in high school as well. I think my high school mindset was kind of just use this high school platform as much as possible because mm-hmm. I'm in a school with thousands of kids. There's no excuse where I should just be sending my my album or my mixtape or whatever I'm working on. Is yeah. There's no excuse where I shouldn't be on every single talent show, where I shouldn't be an up in every single kid's ear like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm at, like check out my new song, you yeah. check out my new song. So my goal in high school was to use my platform, and uh, it was basketball for me. Um, you know, I feel like basketball and music go hand in hand in every single situation. You see rappers hanging out with basketball stars all the time, all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. And so I was just like, how can I use my skill in basketball hand in hand with my music? So like when I would put out my little highlight tapes, I'd put my song up behind it. Mm-hmm. And some people in the comments would be like, yo, what song is that? And I'd be like, it's mine, you know what I mean? And then one day I just like showed Paige my music and she was like, whoa, like you actually can rap, you can spit. And it was that Lauren Hill freestyle I did with the Wiseman show. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, people were like, 
all, like she's she doesn't just play basketball like she can actually like make music and she's actually serious about it mm-hmm. so i kind of just use that platform with all the kids in my school to push me as much as possible to try to be the most popping thing in the city as far as my school mm-hmm. and um that was my mindset and i think it was um executed pretty well in high school Stanley yeah. Neeks here huh? just, just let him in through the back uh, but yeah, because uh, that's kind of like I, I seen like your career, like it, uh, literally because like working with someone like Josh, too, he made all your visuals look like super, super good. Um, I remember you, you did the one for us. He did like the music video and it was implemented into the Hopkins documentary. Yeah. That was like that was pretty cool. And like that documentary, like I don't I know it was like first week. It had like 100K yeah. views or something on the where it's at now. Could it's be, like a million. Now, yeah. Probably. So it's like your song is basically, you know, has been an impressed. Uh, you, has uh, what's the impression to a million people how you say that you know what I mean about like, that is when I went in the comments in that slam documentary like mm-hmm. so many people were like whose song is that or like what's that song or is it out or like yo she's actually good you know what I mean like mm-hmm. when you show people like your music or something like that pay? what's that word <laughs> get your lean body out <laughs> I don't know we might there might not be in enough seats behind the cameras Meek, you're in front of the camera <laughs> yes Sit down. Sit down on the floor. If you just because you're like blocking the. Yeah, this room isn't set for how many people we got in here right now? Four, five, six. We got nine people in here. Yeah, usually the max is like five. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I mean, mean, if we had the whole mob in here, it would. I mean, we could fit as many as long as people are okay with sitting the way they gotta sit. I guess. (coughs) But Um, oh yeah, about the the slam document. Yeah, no, and Josh was super cool too. Like when I first met him, like obviously he was just doing the um, but he had already done music videos before. Mm -hmm. He was like, hey, let's shoot a music video and. It ended up being the one in the Slam documentary, and it was just like the start of it. And I did a couple more with Josh. And shout out Josh Engler, he's um an NBA videographer now. He works with the Timberwolves, and he works with um Josh Akogi. And I'm pretty cool with Josh too. So shout out Josh Akogi, and shout out Josh Engler, mm-hmm. super cool photographer, videographer, mm-hmm. all things sports, music, anything, mm-hmm. and he'll get you right. Yeah, staying on the topic of basketball, kind of there was a picture of you a while ago with Young Thug on a basketball yeah. court, right? Yeah. How did what, how did that happen? What year, like, wait, I guess, what year was that? That was, like, a while I ago now. I don't remember what year it was. It was, like when, it was when J. Cole was here for the KOD tour. Free domain slimes. Yeah, bro, free free, free, free Thug and free free YSL. Um, I, um, that was a crazy moment for me. I was 15, mm-hmm. and um, my uncle had, um, was coaching, for the Timberwolves at the time, John Lucas, he played in the NBA as well. And um, he was like, hey, you want to come to the KOD tour? Woo-woo. And I was like, yeah, I bet. I'll, I want to come. And I thought it was going to be like a regular ticket. Mm-hmm. But I'm in VIP. And um, he hands me the um, – he kind of just tells me, like, you know, I can unlock the practice facility after, see if we can get Thug and Jaden Smith and all them motherfuckers. Um, so he opened the practice facility and I pretty much got to hoop with Thug and I got to hoop with Lil Duke and Jaden Smith and, and it was a really cool experience. I even got to show him my music at the time and all sorts of different shit. Hey, they was getting buckets for real? Yeah, yeah. Thug can hoop? Thug is tall. Like he's really, like he's really tall. Man, that nigga can hoop, fam. That nigga, I done seen him, bro. He's a hooper, bro. Yeah. He a, he a tall, skinny nigga like me, bro. He's putting that bitch in there. <laughs> he was definitely hooping it up. And I, I have some videos I could probably send you and stuff like that, too. But, um, 
yeah, it was a super cool experience just to just have somebody. And even before then, Thug was my favorite artist. Mm -hmm. So just to like meet my favorite artists of all time and mm -hmm. communicate with them and just do something as regular as playing basketball was just a really cool experience. And and just in high school, all my all my peers were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. You know what I mean? It was a big flex, and it was a, it was a really cool um, it was a really cool experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, when you're in high school, was there like anything that happened that like a lot of people in your school like finally bought in to you being like an artist instead of I think of it, it was the thug situation. Like and community. that was like really, really early on too. Mm -hmm. And I think it was just like the fact that every video I put out or every time I like kind of put something out, I try to do it as professional as possible. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Even when I put out that first little mixtape when you did the... The, the like SoundCloud when, yeah, one? When we, yeah, over Northeast and shit. Mm -hmm. Like just I tried to make it look as presentable as possible with everything I do um, I don't really put out a song or put out a project on unless it's unless it looks you know what I mean like unless it's presentable. constructed yeah and that yeah. was my big thing in high you know? school and that's when they're like oh shit like you really rap like you really serious about this and mm -hmm. I was like Bucks. yeah I am you know? Rose nigga Enzy <laughs> <laughs> tapped in you know, another thing I was looking back at too I couldn't find every flyer but it's like I feel like you've been on like a majority of our shows that we've thrown too uh, like I think our first showcase we did in Minneapolis, the one with like, like Lil Shine was on it. And shit yeah, like that. the like, Skyway. Yeah, one. that was like our first show we did in Minneapolis, and then ever since then, you, I think you've been on a few other, like a, like every other one at least for the city takeovers and whatnot. Yeah, hell yeah. The the thing about y'all and just being as young as I was, mm -hmm. or still am, obviously super young. Mm -hmm. Like y'all are always supportive and just like yo, and then the shows and shit like that, my goal was just like, I'm gonna do every open mic. I'm gonna try to yeah. do every show. I'm gonna put my name out there as much as possible so that people really don't forget. Oh, Enzi, oh, I remember her. She was at the Skyway show. She was young. Yeah. Oh, Enzi, oh, I remember her. Didn't she just do the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, And just like keep chatting about my name or chatting about my music mm -hmm. until it sticks. Yeah, and that was like, my main thing. Yeah, so cause like going from, you know, hitting the stage back when you're younger to now, you just did a, I, I don't it wasn't your, I don't think it was your most recent show but that one at First Ave. Yeah. Uh you want to explain that one a little bit? I don't know too I didn't know too much about that one. I just yeah, seen the videos and pictures of the aftermath. Main that room. was look, crazy. Yeah, it was main like room. was that was during um Pride month? Yeah, right? it was the Pride party. It was okay. the situation. Was Tyson there? No, Who? Tyson wasn't Tyson wasn't at Tyson that Dane? one. Tyson Dane? Yeah. No. Nah, Which nah. one did he come to? He uh -huh. came to the um Underground Music Cafe, Underground right? Underground the music the, the Wave Star Show. Type shit. No, yeah, the Clitu Clituation. Shout out DJ Keezy and um, Sophia Aris. Um, they put on a. This was like since COVID, they didn't do the Pride Party. Uh, the Clituation. It was the first year back from COVID, so it was a full house. And um, I guess just as a Minnesota artist, period, you kind of just dream of hitting the main stage, mm -hmm. hitting hitting first half, whether it's seven. Especially with the crowd in there. You know what I mean? Whether yeah. it's Seventh Street entry, whether it's main room, but it was lucky to be main room and mm -hmm. I don't know just seeing my name like on the sign outside just kind of like I was damn near in tears mm -hmm. just because like it's just something I dreamed of doing since high school since that first half show with nerdy I was mm -hmm. like I'm in the seventh street entry this is first half yeah. but like, I can't wait till the day I'm over there yeah and it was packed like it was packed I can't tell you how many people but it was front to back, that bitch was upstairs, that packed. Bitch was and not only was it packed, it was packed full of people like me. You know what I mean? People young in the LGBTQIA plus community or allies, whatever you, and um, and they were all really supportive. You know, a mm -hmm. lot of, like most of the time, Minnesota crowds aren't, you know, super duper, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just how it is. But that crowd really, it kind of just like 
reminding me why I do this mm-hmm. and like what I'm working for because I know one day every every stage is gonna look like that every stadium yeah. I hit is gonna look like that yeah. every you know what I mean so it was kind of like my big like realization like yeah. damn like, sure. like I, girl, can I, can I can do this I really can yeah I like just one day it. all those people are gonna be there because it's a, it was an NZ Rose show right not exactly. the situation not only okay. that like I heard people in in the crowd singing my songs yeah. I heard like even after people were like yo like I remember you when you were 15 and mm-hmm. now it's crazy. You know what I mean? So cool, yeah. it's just making noise and just doing my thing every time. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like every time I hit a stage, I got to turn it up. I got to bring the energy because mm-hmm. else the crowd can get bored. You know what I mean? And yeah, Clituation, that was kind of like my moment where I was like, oh shit, like this is like, we could do this, mm-hmm. you know? And I gave, I gave Twin a big hug after, and mm, it was like, it was, was really, I feel like fuck. it was a, a good moment for everybody. And there was hella hoes in, in there. Is that wrong? Am I, am I wrong for Not saying that? It was, no, it, it was, was hella hoes in there, Cuddy. Like, I swear to God, bro, I was out in the fucking uh, crowd just walking through that bitch. I'm like, damn, Twin finna turn this bitch up. It All was these, pride, like, so it was a lot of freak saying? nasties. Like, a lot of freak nasties ready to turn up. You <laughs> feel me? I'm on my mom. Like, what the fuck? A lot of clothing not being worn. A whole lot of denim, Cuddy. A whole lot of clothing not being worn. It was fun. It was damn near like a rave in that bitch. And I knew Toon was finna send that bitch up. And she sent that bitch up. Like, straight up. I think when I told everybody it was like a pride party, or even when I told people the name of it, the clituation, they were like, I don't know about that. But when we were there, they were like, yo, like this shit fun. You know what I mean? So, yeah, no, that was that was super fun. Yeah. You see, you see it happening a lot. A lot. I feel like just like Minnesota music artists in the past like three, four years have been getting a lot more uh, fan bases to stick with them through their mm-hmm. journey. Like something we were talking about, Nerd D, and how he did the Seventh Street Entry show like four or five years ago. He just sold out the main room like two months ago for his album ago, release for his album release party, and like that was like cra- like crazy to see because I remember seeing him back then, and then he even performed at one of our shows like three years ago or whatever, and it's just like seeing like seeing that it's like when the motion's happening and people are starting to become willing to support people and actually buy into their careers not just like repost their song on the story or yeah some shout shit. out nerdy because he was like one of those first people that kind of showed me that being in the studio isn't just being an artist it, nerdy showed me that performing really matters mm-hmm. and being a good performer really matters he's gotten a lot of gigs because of how good of his, his exactly. team is a performer yeah and just the band and just how he presents himself mm-hmm. and you know i take notes from that kind of shit yeah. and yeah ever ever since like you said ever since five years ago mm-hmm. i was look i've been looking up to him and and just seeing him grow makes me excited for my growth you know yeah. what i mean I kind of want to hop back on a timeline here. So uh, we kind of got off where you were going through high school. You finished high school. Um, I think you were you were do, doing engineering over at the 11th Ave studio mm-hmm. before that. Is that where you met Steeny? I feel like I've seen him around there all yeah, the time. That's where you all met. Yeah, I, I met, I met yeah. Steeny. I was like 16. Like that, 15, so that was when you were still in high school, yeah. working there. Um, and then take, talk me through the decision to go to Iowa. To, you're playing, it was a Juco basketball mm-hmm. to go out there and the, I guess like the decision to come back like how was how did that I guess because <laughs> I don't know like basketball has always been fun I've mm-hmm. always been like pretty decently good at it but also like as you get older like a teenager you kind of get in the different stuff you know what I mean you mm-hmm. go party you mm-hmm. go drink you go hang with your friends you go you know what I mean and when I got into college it was kind of a big eye-opener, like, oh, my God, I can be a badass kid. I can mm-hmm. go do whatever the fuck I want. My mom's not here. My dad's not here. Ooh. 
but I also felt really lonely yeah. and I felt something was missing and I think it was music and my music friends because mm-hmm. music always like was that excitement in my life like basketball was like working hard grinding you know what I mean teaching me how to mm-hmm. be strong so on and so forth but music was that fun that do whatever you want the dream on kind of and that was something I was missing when I was in high, uh, college and I just kind of like made that decision where I was like I mean, you know I miss I miss being the topic mm-hmm I miss it a lot. Yeah. I don't want to I don't want to have to work hard or not that I don't have to work hard, but I don't want to have to sit here and play basketball and 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 kind of waste 4 years of prime time. I feel like prime time like from 18 to yeah. 22, 24 whatever, that college years are like real experience years that I wanted to just go and do my thing and then I could always go back to college and Basketball was fun, but it wasn't that fun yeah. to where I I wanted to stick around and just put a lot of work in that I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what we did too. We all met playing college football and then we all dropped out, moved to Minneapolis after a year and a half because we were just like, there's more fun things to do. This ain't, yeah. this ain't our dream. You know, we ain't, none of us were going to go to the NFL unless yeah, exactly. we start like taking steroids. I'm not going to be in Paige, Paige ass in the WNBA. Mm-hmm. Her, or she's going to be in the WNBA, I'm pretty sure. So, like, I don't think basketball was my calling, but it was definitely, it definitely taught me a lot of stuff. Yeah. And I, I'll never regret playing and I'll never regret even step getting dipping my toe into the college basketball yeah. and I because I just realized how hard it is and how mm-hmm. much like you really have to be built for it and yeah. not that I wasn't built for it I just it wasn't my liking you know what I mean so. yeah yeah I think there's always something to learn t- when going to college even if like you you don't necessarily graduate or do well in school you just got to you know take advantage of the people that are around you and just learn lessons along the way and thankfully um I was on a scholarship so I wasn't you know wasting a lot of money mm-hmm. And um, it just kind of, it was just a learning experience, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if the music shit doesn't work, I'll probably end up going back to college just because it was fun and it was cool. Mm-hmm. But I want to do this shit, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I want to, I want to. But, like, what is the music shit not working out? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you could survive off of music and still not be famous. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? No, so it's like, like, there's plenty of ways to make $1,500 a month off music to be able to pay your rent and buy groceries or whatever yeah, it may exactly. be, depending on where you're living. And it's not even that. I think it was because the independence factor in high school was just Mm -hmm. like a lot or not high school in college was just a lot for me Mm -hmm. right away you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and one thing about music is that even though we're all independent artists at least with free world like we all work together and it just feels Mm -hmm. like a family and when i was in college it didn't feel like a family like even though it was basketball i didn't feel like you know what i mean like how it was supposed to feel it didn't feel like a team and i didn't like that because hopkins felt like a team a lot and when I went to college and it felt like a team, it kind of felt like everybody for themselves because everybody's trying to everybody trying to get another D1. Because when you go to JUCO, you try to get another D1 scholarship or you try to get another D2 scholarship. Like you're not you're only in JUCO for two years. So you better be good. You better work your ass off or or what, you know. Right, so right. I was like, fuck this. Yeah. I'm going to. You know, def- I, I remember when, when you went out there and I wasn't I. You went out there and like you didn't, you weren't making any music while no. you were out there, right? Because there was like like that. Were you out there? It was one year. Yeah, like not even not like even a full one year, semester. I remember you going out there and it was just like I didn't see like it, it went from going to seeing you post about music like every day to like I haven't seen like nothing about you in a while. And then yeah. you came back to town and tapped in with us and you said that you're back gonna make music again. Like, yeah, definitely. Because it wasn't no time. Yeah, I didn't have time to sit down and, and record. I didn't have time. I had to go to practice go to go watch film Mm -hmm. work out go to school come back come back to my dorm and i'm tired as fuck and i gotta do homework like and if you're gonna and and if there isn't like a 
you know, a really dope studio around there. You got to set up a makeshift one in your dorm. I was in the middle the of butt fuck right Iowa. Like, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a place for me at all. Yeah, we had the me. fucking, the snowball even, mic even, attached even to with the you, like, even beds. college, even going to a bigger school in Arizona might have not been the exact place for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, as far no, as. Yeah, it was, I ran into a lot of issues out there on God. But, like, school itself, though, if you can really, like, keep yourself ten toes and know that, you know, like. You're not gonna fold under no system or some shit in the real world. You can really mm-hmm. do that school shit and get your paper that way, you know. But like that's just not for everybody for sure. Yeah, I'm not knocking school at all. Like I like if you're in school and you love it, stay in school. Yeah. Oh God, there's don't. a lot of there's a lot of cool stay things. School, there's kids. a lot of cool jobs out there that require a degree or a certain type of because education. But there's also a lot of really cool jobs that don't. Yeah. So and also like this this life shit or this like even doing music full time or trying to do it is can be harder than school. Mm-hmm. Dead ass. And it might not seem like it, but if if you were in my position, you would know. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just feel like you can't really judge me for picking an alternative or you can't really, you know what I mean, until you try. Like, until you're in my position where I'm doing music every single day, um, it could it was it's just as hard as doing school every day. I feel like if you're that dedicated, yeah. I feel that. That's you know what I mean. That's some and real now we see, right there. I I I when we dropped out of college, I was like, all right, give me four years, and see where Waterwave is in four years. That's like graduating college. Right I now we like, depending on when you quote or call like Waterwave started, we like just hit our four year anniversary like a couple months ago. And I just like, remember y'all and being look, in at y'all look at y'all, niggas. And if at I y'all would rather, niggas. and it's like, would I trade the, my, the past four years I could have spent in college to have a degree to maybe get a cool job, and then and then start Waterwave now that I have you know backing and I have a consistent amount of money and I can actually invest in it, or you know would I take what I did the past four, four years. years to get the store? Yeah, you know? or like you know if we started Waterwave right when I right when we graduated college, you know I could have maybe you know we could have started the store right there, but we went to had the brand equity that we had. Like we opened the when we opened the store, there's no way we would have sold anything the first day if we didn't you know have the media side right. of the brand you know right. like people just to know about it so yeah because like what you're what like two years out of high school yeah two yeah. years out of high yeah, school so years. it's like in two more years it'd be like you getting your four-year degree in yeah. co- in in music or whatever you want to call it and you know you see where you'd be at compared to maybe where you would be with the in college. and like, so like i just feel like i've been doing shit that people older than me dream about doing and I did that shit when I was 16 15 Mm -hmm. so like time is important Mm -hmm. and it's something you can't get back so is you finna if you finna is you finna waste your time trying to figure out if I want to do this music shit Oh yeah, we back. All right, we're back. Sorry guys. He just hit that with the Thor's hammer. Heavy, I don't even make Are you the sense. Hulk? Heavy did, hand press. I don't even make sense. The cords are under the table and you just hit the table and it came up. Many not even cut like that. That's Heavy that free hand world press. shit. <laughs> That's that free world shit, bro. <laughs> so yeah, come so I guess now that kinda leads us in the time frame back to like kinda when you came back and you tapped in with Free World. Um so I'm I'm curious like what uh what do you guys got coming up next and or like what have you dropped recently? I know you two have a single out. Um, that one's uh, I put it on the playlist the other day. Hey, yeah, shout oh out yeah, what's wrong with that? Man, that's love. And uh, but uh, uh, they, uh, I, I remember I, first time I I seen you. I think you were just you were performing with her live. Like I walked in to her set. I don't maybe we met before them. That was like my first impression of your music wise. Mm-hmm. But you two seem like you have a pretty good tandem of like the type of style of music you make together. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, so maybe you want to speak on like that last single. I, f- you f- I forget the title of it. Shit. I mean, I could just uh, I can just talk oh about. Oh yeah. 
Rio, period. Because yeah. a lot, like, I feel like now if you see me, you see Rio. And it's because, like, me and Rio were kind of under the same boat right when we met. Like, literally. Because Sonny, when I came back to Minnesota and, and I started getting in the studio again, he was like, Sonny was like, yeah, I got this kid that... <laughs> <laughs> Long arm ass. <laughs> like what? Right. Um, he's like, I got this kid named Rio. Um, this was winter break, right? So you were in college mm-hmm. during winter break. He was back in winter break. He's like, I got this kid named Rio. He makes music. Woo woo. We got in the studio. He sent. He showed me his music, and I was like, Oh my god! Like, how have I not heard of you before? Who are you? Ever since me and Rio got in the studio the first day, we never like every day was what are we gonna do today what Mm -hmm. music are we gonna make like when i first met rio in the first three days we probably made a whole album self-tracking together in the studio because we didn't have shit else to do Mm -hmm. and he was just kind of talking about how college wasn't working for him too and i was like man college was not working for me and i just can't and we just kind of like made this decision where it's like what do we want to do and we're like i'm gonna do this music shit we got this shit what the fuck and i just told rio i was like you stick with me, I stick with you, and we're finna start something big. And Sonny was like, we're finna be big. And we were like, let's just do it. You know what I mean? So we kind of just stop everything we were doing in our lives. I quit my job. I quit. I just quit everything I was doing. I got kicked out of school like kicked a week after. <laughs> no literally. Oh, came back. We lived in Sonny's studio. Literally lived in there and made music all day, every day. Steenie was there every day. Made music and every day. After that shit. We was we went to another studio across the bridge, and it's tied up those Lake Street days, bro. Cause I feel like we made some of the biggest progress in terms of like progression together type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like the music that we started making over at that Lake Street studio was crazy, folks. And that's when we met all them lavish niggas, lavish bands, lavish Vinci, lavish Wonder. That's where we met. Um, shit, that's where I met Oxblood. Yeah. You know, a bunch of, like a whole bunch of connections came out of that studio and we had it felt like we had the whole city coming into like the basement of the shittiest building just to come be with us and make music. Yeah. It after, was it was the coolest shit ever, folks. After what. after Sunny Studio, Sunny was like, "Yo, there's a studio in South Minneapolis for $400 a month. I think y'all should go get the studio." And we were like, "$400 is not shit." Right. We're like, "What the fuck?" So we're like, "We finna go live at that studio." <laughs> so we we called all of our homies. We were like, Steeny, we're finna get a studio. Who else? Ox, Oxblood, shout Luna, out Oxblood. Luna. Yeah, we called Luna. we called Luna. We were like, Luna, there's a studio over south. They were trying to get. And Luna was like, there's a studio? I'm I'll pay for the first month's rent right now. And the next day we went to the studio and we gave him the rent. Z Boy. Shout out Z Boy. We we're like, here you go. And then for two to three months, we locked ourselves in that studio. The studio didn't have Wi-Fi, so we kind of just forced ourselves to make music. We weren't even mm-hmm. on our phones. We were just making music. And that's where we met Vinny and Da Vinci and Wonder. And ever since we stepped into their room, it was mm-hmm. kind of like over with. Mm-hmm. Like, over. And then, yeah. so yeah. But as far as that single we put out, oh yeah. When did we record that shit? Mm, that was at Sunny that was, Studio. That was that the first Sunny week Studio that we met. We first oh, yeah, so that was one of those ones. We just put that out and... Um, yeah, and I feel like our styles are really because kind of like I'm not a rapper, like I don't rap rap pop all shit. the time. We make pop music, so mm-hmm. we kind of wanted to make a song where anyone could relate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, get high into the room, start spinning. Oh yeah, ain't nobody <coughs> finna ruin this feeling. Oh yeah, I feel like just the positivity of the song makes yeah. it, and and I think the positivity of our movement makes us who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, bro, and I feel like to add on to that, like I feel like that pop style, like friendly music, is like essential in the in the music industry and shit 
And it's, as a collective, I think it's so cool because, like, we got that side of music, but we also got our niggas that is really turning shit up on all calibers, like, that street music and shit. Like, we have so many different styles, bro. Like, all my niggas really be doing their shit to the extreme, you feel me? Like, mm-hmm. they really be, like, cutting up on these beats, folks. Yeah. I swear to God, bro. Like, Nikki Pay, Vinny Benz, bro, these niggas, Retro Kashi, nigga. These, their, their style of music is so different from mine, but they still fuck with me because it's the music. For it's sure. the music that matters, you know what I'm saying? It's cool that we can kind of mix in the street music with the pop music and, oh, and it could all be one cohesive vibe. And I just feel like Free World itself is one cohesive vibe. We have all different kinds of music, all different kinds of art, um, all different kinds of people who rep different sets, who do different stuff, who are from different places, but we all get to meet up at the end of the day and be like, y'all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like when you see a lot of music groups, it's always a lot of head bumping, and it still is a lot of head bumping. But we could sit there and talk it out like grown folks. You we know put what that I mean? shit sit on there. the flow. And I think that's cool about free worlds that you see a lot of. There's music. rare that we have animosity with each other because we're and gonna, if we we're do, we talk about it, fam. And if we do, we talk about it or we fight it out. <laughs> we're gonna fight it out, literally. <laughs> like dead ass. Literally, like we like <laughs> brothers and sisters. That's what happen when you get into it with your brother and sister, right? Okay, so. Throw them fucking boxing gloves on and figure that shit out. Literally. And so it's, I, I love it because it's a family. It's a and family, I, I think that's what people realize. I think people realize it. I think other people realize that we were a family before we realized we were a family. Because mm-hmm. they're like, damn, y'all really love each other. Y'all uh, really support uh, each I other. I heard that shit for a minute. And this is oh, like bro. two months deep after I just start fucking with them. I'm like, yeah, this game, but mm-hmm. whoa, you know? Mm-hmm. But now it's really like that. You you can see it, though. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? You can really see that shit, oh, bro. God. Yeah. yeah. I think more people need to take that into account of box it out. A lot of people. <laughs> lot, box it out, bro. A lot more. There's Man, a lot we, worse violence that be happening. If you got a brother or anything like that, family, friends, bro. No animosity. There should never be any animosity in your friendship, bro. And we never cared about who's the best, we too. Don't care you know about what I mean? Shit, bro. Mm-hmm. It's all about each other. Mm-hmm. We push each other. And I think that's one thing about Minnesota that I think lately it feels like we're actually getting getting it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We actually get it. Bro, like, since, since last year, since last year, bro, and y'all know I'm from Detroit, I'm going to say it all day. Mm-hmm. Hey, since last year, bro. Minnesota on the outside looking in, mm-hmm. y'all getting the spotlight at this bitch, bro. Yeah. Niggas getting the spotlight. Minnesota is finally starting to get that recognition, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I don't know who did it. If we had something to do with it, but Minnesota is getting on the map, bro. I feel yeah. like I feel like once we all trying to just kind of put our pride to the side and just like work, cause like, shout out Jay Plaza. Because dead ass, because he dead ass, he told me he was like, "Yo, like I've been in Minnesota music forever, and I'm finally starting to see y'all people. I'm finally starting to see people work together, and I think it's because of the youth." Yeah, it's a whole new, whole new generation compared to how like obviously there's a disconnect to where the older generation don't understand what we're doing exactly, but we understand it with each other. Exactly, and I think like the no animosity thing into like also like not competing with each other. Uh, like that's like that's like a big thing that I like I've always did is I've never wanted to like uh, have a negative opinion towards someone. Yeah. I might give someone cause someone uh, good constructive criticism on right. their music. That's a little different, but like overall, like I wouldn't compare like Waterwave to like any of these other news sites right. or like any of my artists that are under Waterwave what to anyone other news else's sites? art. Any of there's them. no other news sites. Well, like the live on Lake Street, there's no MM other stand up, no uh, other motivation to hustle. Hey, 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 there's hey, no yeah, other right. I, got, I got some. Right. I got something to drop. Too. There's, there's like, like if we're chatting. this is I, I don't care not if it's chatting not, not though. This is like these are conversations that need to happen. Yeah. Literally, like 
I feel like people cannot get mad or just in general like, oh, Waterwave uh, isn't seeing this, Waterwave isn't like, you know how many people probably DM you every fucking day? But it's also a sense of like, dude, I have so much going on. Like, I can't put all my attention because you just dropped your first song. You know what I mean? Like, you have to work hard to get noticed in Minnesota. Yeah. Anywhere. And even like something like getting on the podcast, we shoot these one day a week. So it's like how many people are out there that want podcasts? And how much time do I even have to shoot them? Like, today I'm squeezing three of them in. We usually only do two a day. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, that, that's like another thing, too. And, like, uh, there was a guy yesterday that I met for the first time. He's like, I've been trying to get a hold of you for two years. But, like, some uh, DJ Lowe uh, bridged the gap of me not ever meeting this guy in person. And he was just, he was like, yeah, I wasn't necessarily stressing about it because I seen you working with all the younger kids. And now, you know, here, here I am, like, yeah. working with you. And it was just like, yeah, it'll happen eventually. It's just got to, hap- like, happen naturally or, like, work. meeting people I, in person. Exactly. I think like, something I really I, realized was. And, it, and even be, like, it'll be really credible people that I've never met in person that, like, I've maybe it, I just don't have that type of real bond with you through the DMs and that first time we meet in person I'm like oh you're a cool ass dude right. but anybody can seem cool in the DMs it's like exactly. it's like that that one connect, different connect of like if I see you around a lot or if we have actual conversations then it's a lot easier to be like yeah come on the show because I know who you are you can't right. expect somebody to like know who you are or pay attention to you unless you make them pay attention like I can't stress it enough. You literally have to make people pay attention to you or they're not going to give a fuck. There, you know how many fucking artists there are in Minnesota yeah. who make this same these kind of music ass. and do the same kind of shit? Everybody uh, out here fault, trying to get my noticed. Fault, yeah. <laughs> 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 no, my mama but it's true. I mean, there's a lot of people that are really bad at ev- in every alley of business. Like, if you think about it, music is a business before it's a, before it's a hobby for if you if you're if you're worried about like connecting with like you know media companies and like actually building a career out of it like it, it's a real business to where like if you see like uh, all these big news sites like the no jumpers academics shade rooms uh say cheese all that type of stuff every time when they see when like you see some like for casey for example like he's getting posted on all these news sites yeah. they're not doing that shit out the love his label or whoever that is paying them a band each to post that shit or Promotion. you know that that's maybe in him and every other million artists out here you it's know a, and it's then, a play to play it's a What's like, it called pay to play game. Yeah, nowadays. so it's like it's not even it's like the fact that like the, these types of news sites are posting some people out of the love or the people that have motion in that have a lot of motion going on they're getting posted because it draws traction to their page. You gotta have motion gotta to get posted. To get posted, like you can't like Word. if you just drop us like just dropping a single off the strength of oh I just dropped a single today and you're not posting it like y'all fake as hell or something yeah. like. If, if if a bunch of people start making TikToks to that single, then it's like, oh, shit, this person just dropped a song. And it's a TikTok trend. Boom, that's the motion. It's like it's more than just like, oh, this person dropped unless your name carries like some the weight where it's like you drop and all of a sudden, you know, like everybody's talking about it. And then it has like that motion to like report. Or on, not you know? even that. Like just as an artist, you have to know how to network. Like you can't just drop a song and tell everybody to post it and expect everybody to just be hip to you. Like, you have to go to open mics. You have to go to shows. Whether it's your show or not, you should still be in the building to connect with those people. If if somebody knows Waterwave is going to be at this show and this person's performing, it's Trayson Green's performing, right? Shout out Trayson. Honestly, shout out Trayson. That's my nigga. He put me on the show. And, like, I've been working with Trayson for a long, long long-ass time, right? The only way I knew about y'all niggas or about anybody is because Nerdy or whoever, Jay Giller, introduce me to y'all or because mm-hmm. I was in the building with yeah. y'all, right? I'm not finna DM y'all and be like, hey, can you post my new... No, I'm finna catch you in person. I'm finna catch you on the street over here in Dinkytown. Free world. Like, hey, Eric, 
da, da, da. you know what I mean? Like it's nothing but a conversation, but you can't expect somebody to to understand you or understand whatever the fuck you got going on through the DMs. Like you gotta make some noise. You gotta stop into the store and talk to somebody or stop like you know what I mean? Like stop thinking everything's gonna happen remotely. Like I know mm-hmm. TikTok's a thing and the internet's a thing, but you still have and this is something fats taught me too, you still have to get up and be present, be in the building, be yeah. on the street, be in the room, be in people's ears, you know, be at the table or you're not going to eat. Yeah. That's one thing that we, that like, I personally kind of, uh, I kind of, I kind of step back a little too, (laughs) I step back a little too much of like, uh, when, 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 like the first like two and a half years of water wave, we was at every local show. We was everywhere. We could be vlogging, doing free videos, free photos for people sending them the photos, sending them the videos for free just to build the name up. And I kind of got away from like just going to everything because it's like one, when we open the store, we're putting in seven days a week, eight hours a day. Like there's like when in that, that local show from eight to 12, when you get off from a 12 to eight from working in the store all day for all seven days a week, sounds a lot harder to get to than it does. But it's like, uh, we, I could definitely see that we were losing a slight disconnect from like the underground, like presence of people. So like this past, like few months, we've been trying to get back out to that. And I can see it's already like, like just building up more people that hear about you for the first time because like like we're not bigger than any program either like we go to a show there may be 25 people there there you know maybe only five of those people have heard of water wave that's 20 more people that could hit that follow or subscribe okay now what about this right let's say you post rio's song right Mm -hmm. and you follow water wave right you guys have damn near 10k right or you have 10k plus right on the gram if every single person that followed you posted rio's song you know how many views Mm-hmm. A recognition Rio would have, right? So if I ask to get on Waterwave, right? Mm-hmm. Anybody else who's on Water, any any post that you have on Waterwave that I think's interesting, I'm gonna repost it because I know someone else might see it and repost it, right? Mm-hmm. Do not ask to get on a platform if you're, to, not if you're not about to support that. Like I'm not, I'm gonna get on this podcast and I'm gonna repost it as much as possible. I'm gonna tell my people to repost it, mm-hmm. right? If I see that you're not reposting me and showing me love. Why the fuck am I going to show you love? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So no I'm going to show cat. everybody love. Because yeah. when I do niggas. that, then it could like, you feel me? Like, Don't if you're not reposting game. my shit, well, but how, how do you expect me to, to sit here niggas and not charge crazy. you 250 Man, for yeah, a feature? Just, and I'll just crazy. be posting your like, shit. Like, what the fuck? Not even, not even water wave. Like, I just be posting shit. Everybody's shit. Timeline. I like it. Mm-hmm. I don't even care, bro. I don't even care if I don't fuck with you or not. If I like it, that bitch going on my story, bro. Yeah. I could be taxing niggas. You hear me, bro? So how about stop asking for support and start showing, showing support. The support and you get it back. And then maybe you'll get that support because you showed it. That's the answer right there. The fuck? Like, I don't yeah. want to hear that That's shit. the answer right there. Because there'll be people that'll comment. There's multiple people that I'll post, let's say, something about an artist in Minnesota. And they'll be the first one or first few people to, like, comment, like, a laughing emoji or, like, who the fuck is this? And then be the same people that be, like, being mad that I'm not posting about them. It's like why, like if you're hating on someone else publicly on my platform, why would I post you on like my boy, platform? Like boy, boy, if you don't why get in the I, studio, a public hater. Like, the fuck, half of y'all niggas don't even be in the studio. Like the y'all fuck, the like studio. perfect your craft people, first. If people are talking, like even if it's not even directly on our platform, if people are just, if there's a certain artist that's bashing like Minnesota or just like always talking down on people, I don't. There's there's plenty of other people that I could post. Yeah. I don't need to post the person that's I can think always of a negative. Nigga. You know, uh, like, a lot of people, people that and there's a lot of them. Like I could think of specific names too, but there's just so many that mm-hmm. I don't even entertain that I just don't even look deep into them. But. And and you know another thing I really really appreciate too, Bands is from Detroit. Mm-hmm. He makes it clear that he's from Detroit. If you are from another state 
and you talking shit about Minnesota, why are you talking like you take your ass home? Go back. <laughs> go home. Hard. Minnesota is so hard. I, I promise you, if we were in ATL and free world was a thing, we'd probably be blown out the water by now. You know what I mean? Just yeah, because that's how ATL works. Too. In ATL, future posting gunna, gunna f- posting future, gunna posting this person, that person posting. Everybody's supporting each other. Mm-hmm. That's why people are blowing up. The There's some fuck? bad bitches in Y'all Atlanta, man. Minnesota Shout out to bad bitches in Atlanta, shit. man. <laughs> Once y'all start supporting each other, bro, I watch. Just watch. Y'all I'm niggas kill me with that and shit. And you see the one, and that's, and those are the ones that have been, like, fucking with each other and, or, or even just, like, fucking with, like, the scene, like, you can you can tell the ones that have been growing and the ones that have been plateauing the past few years. Like, there's plenty of artists that I was like, oh, shit, this guy ha- is, is doing something, but all of a sudden he's just, you know, he just a, a negative ass dude, and he hasn't done shit since since that time. And I was like, "Oh, this is like the guy I want to get behind." And all of a sudden, no, like two and a half years later, this guy is still doing the same shit, still talking shit about the same people that have surpassed him. Because so. you gotta learn how to play the internet, bro. You gotta learn how to catch people's eyes. You gotta learn how to get people's attention. You, don't you gotta can't be fake. You know what I mean? It. Yeah, I feel like you just gotta be a good dude, folks. Like, come on now, like the niggas that I support in this Minnesota shit, for real, like. Shout out, like, uh, first off, shout out to Farmer Dreams, nigga, and, and the song show nice. coming up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And shout out Hanad Benz, bro, and shout out Hashim Benz. Like, those niggas are just actually good people. Mm-hmm. Like, I would really talk to Son if I just saw this nigga, like, on the yeah. street and, like, have a whole ass convo with this and nigga. And, like, like, I've never had a conversation with Son and heard him complain about shit ever. Mm-hmm. And this nigga doesn't curse. He always so positive. That's the Somalian guys. Yes, folks. Yeah. They just like like genuine folks. You feel yeah. me? Like, come on. Like, and there's a reason. And there's a reason why we're talking about him and we're not talking about so and so because so and so keeps talking about how y'all don't support me in this, that, and the third. Shut the fuck up. Uh, or okay. my favorite thing is like when we. Like right now, we we launched that Spotify playlist, right? And we're up, we're putting new songs on it every day. And there's a lot of songs that I I knew I want I want on there, and there's still a list of them I know I want on there. But I'm waiting to add them every day so we can just stay consistent with putting new songs yeah. on there and, mm-hmm. and interchanging them with older ones because you know like there's new people hitting that like button on it every day. But for like we drop that, and then there's people like how the fuck you ain't got me on there? And it's like if you got a comment, well, how do I not have you on there? Then it's like then. One, it's either that you were going to be on there, you were going to be on there in a couple days. Maybe you you were going to be on there, but maybe now I don't because now you're trying to talk shit. Oh God, Joe impatient ass. Yeah, but then on God, I wanted to I wanted to slide up like bro, (laughs) but I didn't though. You feel me? I wanted to say something like bro, am I on that playlist? I was gonna fuck with you a little bit, but But it gets but But the thing is, and people, yeah, it just it gets like that. But it's but even that happens with everything, not even just specifically the place, but like people will count will count themselves out before like they even had like a chance to get on get in like exactly. if that makes sense like 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 burn the bridge before it even gets fully built like, like shit like that it's just maybe like, maybe you know, send them your song and be like hey eric my name is this or i've been be making like, music i'm the for hottest this. how you don't got me on there well if you are the hottest you shouldn't be at you shouldn't even be worried if i have you on a playlist that has 50 likes on it or not like if you are quote unquote the hottest artist in minnesota you shouldn't give a fuck about you think young gravy or casey gives a fuck if they're on my playlist they don't, they don't give shout a fuck shout out young gravy shout out young gravy you think they give a fuck if they're on my playlist casey. they don't they're on it but they don't give a fuck if they're on it like casey I'm, casey literally moved away worked on his music and got signed mm-hmm. he and he said, showed a lot of love back home too That's, exactly. he's, he's doing it very well so i casey casey has literally he he's I've learned a lot from his camp. Like when we're going back to talking about like all these, you know, pages that post you and whatnot. Like I've been like just watching him and his whole team. Like I've learned a lot just from paying attention, asking questions when I can. Like 
the crazy part about it is I finally got to the point where I'm kind of dipping my toes into like the actual music industry, the mm-hmm. real, you know what I mean? I'm in the building with with T, I'm in the building with stars, you know what yeah. I mean? So I'm sitting there and I'm taking notes and I'm learning. Yeah. I'm not worried about being in Casey's ear or being in T yeah. Grizzly's ear and be, oh, I'm NZ, this is my music. Da, 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 da. Yeah. No, I'm sitting there, I'm sitting back and I'm taking notes. Yeah. Because I'm going to be in that position one yeah. day. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, it's, I feel like it's not about making the most noise. It's not about doing this, da, 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 doing all you can. Da, da. No, it's about learning from other people and applying that to what you got going on. Exactly. And that's how you're going to get bigger and that's how you're going to get better. Yeah. And don't work ask on for yourself. too much off the first meeting. That's the one thing I learned from Gary V when I when I started my business was as soon as you meet someone, don't ask for shit the first time you meet them. Introduce yourself and that is it. Let them be the one that's like, oh, you, we should do this together. Or, you know, maybe on the fourth, fifth meeting, be like, yo, I got this coming up. Like, like, let me get on the show. Or like, do you think we could do this? Or do you think like, you know, I could do that? Whatever. But like, like I, I took that into account. Every, when, every time I meet someone for the first time, I'm not like, like, if it's a promoter, I'm not like, oh, let's do an event together. Or if it's another show, podcast show, I'm like, let me get on your show the first time you meet someone. You want them to be the aggressor in the situation when you're meeting these connections. Yeah, and a lot of people got have been mad at me lately because they're like, oh, you're, you're gatekeeping connections. You're gatekeeping this, that, and the third. And I'm like, bro, what the <laughs> Like, the fuck? can you put me on? Can you can you tell them? Can you can? Can I put my? You know what I mean, like, <laughs> bro. You know what I mean, like. Hey, the this only industry. Shout out Jay. Hey, you got to watch it. Shout out fucking Jay. Shout out Jay. I love Jay. Two days ago or last last night, two nights ago. This is like three nights ago. You know what I'm saying? We were so fucked. He's really one of them niggas, though. He's really one of them niggas, though. He's one of them niggas, though. One of them niggas. He's at our fucking podcast interview the other day. I'm pretty sure this is all his shit that Mm -hmm. he set up for. Mm -hmm. It is. Guess what he's doing, though? Not saying shit. No, he's doing doing what Jackson is doing right now. Yeah. On a good positive note, though, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I fuck with Jay State. That was a, I his interview drops tomorrow, but if you're watching this, it's out now. Thanks. Uh, that that was like my first sit down, actually having a conversation with this guy. And our big thing was let's bridge this gap of our generation. Like I'm 23, he's like 43. Really? So like, like bridge. Damn, like, I want to watch this, like, bro. I'm finna watch the fuck out of this. No, 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 you know what's crazy? Really, really good. It was one of my favorites. That's my biggest thing right now. Is like. Getting the OGs to fuck with us, yeah, you know what I mean, because we're like, young. Not even just getting them, like getting them to fuck with us, but all and like to respect us and understand what we're doing and how like we aren't trying to like ignore what you guys built for us. Like Man. I was really like I, I was like dead ass just asking like what have you done for to to earn the gatekeeper thing, not in a disrespectful way, but like I'm curious. I, I like, bet he what, couldn't wait. He graduated. <laughs> he grad. He graduated high school when I was like five years old. Like how the fuck am I supposed to know what you were oh, doing fuck. then? Like another so, like. like People call Minnesota Fats a gatekeeper too. Like, mm-hmm. we was in Bullwinkles. We hosted, um, and we're about to start it back up here again soon. But Taco Tuesday, mm-hmm. we, it's an open mic. You can come and rock out. Coming real soon. Yep, coming again. back, coming back coming real back. soon. It was this thing where we we're like, okay, we finna do an open mic. You get to come. You get to sign up. We could do whatever the fuck we want in Bullwinkles. Like mm-hmm. they didn't give a fuck, right? Mm-hmm. People were still mad. How are you still mad? that you can't get on an open mic. You need to be in the door early. Mm-hmm. You need to get there early. You need to communicate with a, you know what I mean? Niggas like, think they so rock star to pull up at 1130 just cause, just cause to a taco Tuesday. 1130 ain't going to work. 
Because free not. world on the list too. We perform. If, if you don't that, take that your too, and this a lot of us. Don't take yeah. your four with, average streams on SoundCloud. That's out of here, folks. Like you got to work for this shit, bro. There's real artists in the building, folks, and not even that nigga. It's real aspiring artists too. So and not even that. Not only is there real artists in the building, but Minnesota Fats in the building. Jay right. State's in the Jay building. State we, had a new, we had a new guest DJ every week. Yeah. Didn't we have Keezy one week? We had Keezy. We had These ones. Are big niggas. <laughs> we had Keezy. We had ones. We had DJ yeah. Low. We have all these DJs that are DJing in the clubs at Union, at Exchange, at da 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 da. And all you got to do is, is, is perform and be good. And they might, um, they bro, might they play your song you, in the bro. club next week. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? That, that brings, yeah, that, that reminded me of another point too is like, you never know who you're like, who's going to be in the building or who's like watching someone's page too because like uh someone had me post uh like their new music video or whatever did some promo for him and two hours later i get a call from i don't know if i want to drop his name but a very famous dj and producer that's worked with a lot of labels and you right. probably know who i'm talking about right. because you've been with him <laughs> but he called he's like yo what's this guy's number his shit's hard so go, guy goes from trying to throw me some money to do a little promo for him right. to now getting his phone number in in a a famous producer DJ's name that may spin your song. He may call you and give you some advice. He may he may bring you to the studio next time he in town or invite you out. It like, takes work to make work. You it never takes know. Money to make money. Like, you just kind of got to understand, like I guess, uh, the value of either getting on a page or getting in a door. Like both of those can change your game more than you th- than just uh, the the promo itself or no the performance cap. itself. Like a lot of people don't know. know, but that T Rizzly event was free. Yeah, literally free. It was free. And, and all you had to do was be there. Yeah, and I literally did like a, a, a Ryan from 300 told us to do like a giveaway where we give away spots. But mm-hmm. then he's like, just invite any, like you know, like a, you give away as many slots as you want. But I, I made it like a giveaway thing. But I invited I, I everybody that entered. I said, what's your name? Put them on the list. Yeah. I don't know if they all came, but that that might have, you know, it was really packed. All so you had like to do was be in the door. You, you, you might bump into T Grizzly in the bathroom and he mm-hmm. might be like, oh, what's up, nigga? Mm-hmm. What the mm-hmm. fuck? Yeah. Then yeah, what? I got real lucky when he, he, he was a really cool Shout person. Out to like Grizzly. most of these, most of these industry or like, you know what I mean? Like, like whatever you think is industry standard, yeah. you know what I mean? Are actually really cool normal people. And all you have prof. to do is is be in the building. You know prof what I mean? Was genuine prof yeah. was super yeah, let's cool, talk about, super yeah, genuine. That nigga made me the take a picture show. with him damn near. Yeah, let's talk about that. I feel like that might be a good a good topic to end it off on. Go, going and doing the prof out was that was it a prof outdoors? Yeah, it was um it was um he had a little three day tour. Mm-hmm. Um uh we did the first stop which was in in Duluth Superior. Yeah. Duluth Superior, but that was like—is that like on the border or some yeah, shit? Cause it was, I was like because it's because I seen some people's locations said Duluth and some said Superior, Wisconsin on like the, on their stories. Mm-hmm. I was like, where the, the fuck, fuck are these? It was Earth. It was <laughs> Earth, Ride, Earth Rider Festival Ground, um, like a little brewery. But it was it was like yeah, it was at the border probably. Okay. I think Duluth is they're like the same thing. Damn it. Yeah. The fuck. It's just that one bridge. in the same area. So yeah. People but, were so mad. They were like, we're in Superior, and I was like, it says Duluth on my Snap Map. <laughs> like what the fuck. But no, that was really cool. Mm-hmm. And um, I got a little 15-minute set. I brought the gang with me. We mobbed on stage. Um, um, Indy Rose let me perform. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, um, you know, the thing about me is, like, if if I think you're good, you're going to be on stage with me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Me and Bands had that song, Energize, and it was just, it's an EDM song. So, you know, all the, all the white people finna be 
I'd say Boston. prof fans are very I feel like are like the best fans to open up for because they seem like they're very open to like new music. They they're don't like, give you know a I mean? fuck who you who are. They are rocking with you. And they're buying your merch after yeah. that. And man, what? Shout out prof and his fans. Love I you. had I had people even before I did the show, 2 weeks, 3 weeks before I did the show DMing me like, "Yo, I'm going to be at the prof show. I'm so excited to see you." And I was like, "What the fuck?" This nigga got some real, real fans. Real so when you do those shows and you're in those opportunities, you mm -hmm. need to take full advantage of that. Yeah. Connect with anybody you can because those people in the crowds, you never know who's going to be a new diehard fan. It don't matter. It don't matter. You better you need to network with those fans. You need to talk to them, sell them merch, do whatever mm -hmm. you can to get them on your team. Because once you you get a prof, you get a prof fan to be your fan, they finna be your fan for life. That nigga got loyal fans, fam. You know what I mean? So they and that bitch with and that prof was merch on yeah everybody prof hats everybody had on a fucking blue prop hats I'm like oh okay and it also shows that like you don't need to be the biggest thing in the world to have a diehard fan base yeah. you know what I mean and it's and and I'm excited for that I'm excited for these diehard fans to start mm -hmm. coming in oh, and I'm excited to to you know what I mean it doesn't matter where I'm from or where I come from that they accept me and my music just because they like what they see on stage right mm -hmm. so. Hell yeah. Thanks. Shout out Prof. He was super cool. He took a whole picture with the gang after. Uh, he was baking the fuck out of Vinny. He's like, fuck Get your on, tall bro. ass out the he's middle. Like, come on, take the picture, bro. I'm in a, I'm in a fucking uh, sprinter van blowing, bro. Good gas, bro. He's like, bro, come on, bro. That? Take the picture. I'm like, all right, Prof. Sure, I got you, buddy. <laughs> I'm from the outside. Look, I ain't never heard of dude. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean shit. When I got there and I see the motion, and I'm like, oh, he just got this that no jumper in there. got too. going on. That's, yeah, no, that's that another thing of tying yeah. the OGs with the youth. And that nigga like, liked and, and commented on everything I tagged him in from TikTok to Twitter to the ground. Feel me? Music mm -hmm. is so different Genius. now. Hip hop is so different now. Like, music fluctuates and changes. And the music we hear now is way different. Like, the top song now, what, A Bitch What Up, is way different than the top song with back then, which was like New York by Jay-Z and, oh, and Alicia Keys. Facts. You know That's what I mean? That's crazy. Facts, bro. That's nuts, bro. Yeah. So, so how are Twin we to, so how the are flow, we to get the people That's that listen? Or how are we to get the people that was listening to Biggie Tupac and all them niggas to fuck with what we got going Keep on. We gotta show them that we man. that we fuck with y'all just as much as y'all fuck with us. Mm -hmm. I'm done calling niggas old heads because yeah. you're not old heads. You guys are OGs. Y'all. said he's vintage. Y'all. They, <laughs> they set the tone. <laughs> Minnesota Fats, JSA, all the OGs in the game. Y'all set the tone. Y'all set the bar. All we gotta do is pass that. Mm -hmm. That's what they they don't they don't want us to. To be under the bar, they want us to pass. Oh, they want. They're not gatekeeping. They want us to be better than them. Yeah, because he said he's a. Uh, basically, he, he he when he explained the gatekeeper thing, he was like, uh, he has the keys to the gate. Doesn't mean they're locked. You know what I mean? Like the gate's open. He just happens to be the guy standing next to it. That's uh, you know watching you. Oh, bro, he's got to fuck with you. you know yeah, know like, like JB, be like, yeah. You so, gotta be yeah. one hundred, bro. Like me, I rap, shoot him up, bang, bang, shit all day. But guess what? When you meet me in person, you see me in person. Nigga, I want to go play the game. Nigga, I want to go play 2K, nigga. What up, Eric, bro? How you feeling? How's your day? Fuck, I think you feel me? People nowadays are so caught up in their image and, and the image what and they shit, got going bro, on that, that like shit, we have to realize that this is the real world, this is real life and then like at the end of the day we're all human and Be just because we both make music doesn't mean I'm better than you, doesn't mean you're better than me. Mm -hmm. I have more followers than you, doesn't mean you're better than me, means that you're better than I. It just what 
what the fuck, bro? Everybody in free world mixed together, that's 20 plus thousand followers. Mm-hmm. All together, we have, you know what I mean? It don't matter individually if you got a thousand, you got two thousand, you got seven K, you got this money. None of that Next shit month, matters. That person might have more than you, you never know. My song that's might you're blow about. up on TikTok tomorrow and right. I got 20,000 followers, then what? Mm-hmm. Like what? Like then the person that had up ten dog shit. down in you because you only got five is gonna be saying what now? Right. Like, oh, I'll know all about it. Y'all know my shit and got deleted. Bro. Hey man, y'all don't know we sitting here with hardhead Vinny. This hardhead Vinny right here. Motherfuckers be uh, this hardhead Vinny. If like, you know, you know. If you know, you this know. Really hardhead Vinny, bro, like, I just want to know: Is you hip? They treat you different. But is you bro. hip though? Is you hip? They treat you real different. You use that. You lose that social. This generation care about social media, bro. You nigga, I had all the followers. My my page got lost. I don't want to drop no names, but man, all these niggas up here know exactly who Vinny Bands is. Do they fuck with me? Cause I got eighteen hundred followers now. No, bro. When I had twelve thousand followers, a backup was six thousand. Then that's when they was all. I ain't gonna name drop, but bro, like I just said, all of them was in my DM, fam. Mm-hmm. Feel me? Lost my page, so, bro. So, I can so merge. I, lose, I can merge. So I lose. I lose my page tomorrow. Then what am I? You right. still in zeros because I'm a stud. You know what I mean? But the thing is, you, yeah, no, up, nigga. you, you losing your page tomorrow, let's say it happened. You, but you've built your brand to a point to where you still have a name in the real world. But, but it right. would, the only it would way still you cut out probably your, half of your, half the, the people that support. The only way you build you know? your name in the real world is if you go in the, if you go in the real world and you're, 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 you're like, Half of it is half, not even half, bro. Like, I I really don't even fuck with the social media shit, to be right. honest, bro. If you want to fuck with me and you want a feature, you want to fuck with me, you better go to Bullwinkles and dab me up and say, yo, NZ, da 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 I don't fuck here. with the DM shit no yeah. more, bro. I'm a real life person. I'm a human. You want to connect with me? Come meet me in person and let's do it from yeah. there. And DM me, bro. You're gonna get business, bro. That's a that's a that's a lost art. Yeah, if you DM me, I'm gonna you. I'm gonna treat you like you're a like you, you DM me for vibe. a feature. I'm gonna treat you like that's what you want to do. You want to DM me? That that's how you feel like you want to come at me for this feature instead of oh I know NZ has a show at Bobby Raps. When I get off stage, I'm chilling with y'all in the crowd. I'm mm-hmm. not big time. I'm not finna dip. What yet. the hell? I'm I'm, I'm finna go see Bo- I'm finna go see Bobby Raps before. I'm finna be in the front. <laughs> Looking at how Bobby Rapp's doing his thing, right? Mm-hmm. You want a feature? You want to see how I do things? Meet me there. Meet me at the front the, when Bobby Rapp's is performing. You know what I mean? Like How she going to feel after a Bobby Rapp show? We ain't made it yet. How she feel after a Bobby Rapp show when you walk up to her and you, hey, Izzy Rose, I see you, bro. Let me get a song. That's going to make her feel good. Yeah. Rather than, hey, let's work. That's yeah. going to make her feel good. And she might say, all right, bet. I got you. Mm-hmm. Rather you DM me. Okay, now I'm going to give your ass a price. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit like that. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. It goes like that yeah. with everything. We real, bro. Super Facts. real. Like, super, I'm not, like, now I'm super in-person person. Mm-hmm. Like, catch me when you catch me. Because mm-hmm. I just feel like the social media and all that kind of shit just gets out of hand. And, mm-hmm. and it really matters. Shout out my sister, Enzy Rose, too. I got to say that, bro, because she done did too much for me, bro, since I've been on this music scene in Minnesota, bro. Like, shout out her, fam. You feel me? Airy set. Hey, bands, come on. What? Prof, you sure? Yeah, nigga, come on. Aries said, who, who's doing that, fam? I lost my, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Shout out NZ Rose, bro. I got Y'all to ain't the, tapped in, tap the fuck in, fam. Because I got to a point where I was like, if I was in the position that I am now, I'd want somebody, like like when I was in high school, I would want somebody to put me on a prof show, yeah, right. right? Like, I want to build a platform 
for other people because I didn't have that platform. Yeah. So it's if love, I build bro. that platform and give other people those opportunities, we all finna blow. If Van's on the prof show and in some in in. I don't know who's in the crowd and makes that phone call. It's like, we like Vans or Vans. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm putting all my people on. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I, I know they would do the same but for me. But that's how it's supposed to go. Even as a state, like, like when I blow up, if I blow up, when, fuck that. When we blow up from up here, what? I'm coming back. Fuck that up, shit. And I'm showing love to y'all niggas, bro. I ain't going to lie to you. I ain't from up here, so it's easy for me to show love. You yeah. feel me? Man, I'm coming back. That's what niggas want. You got motherfuckers who make it, bro. Big names in they city. Don't fuck with them, bro. Cause they ain't came back and did shit, bro. Mm-hmm. You ain't put a nigga on the. You ain't put a nigga on the set. You ain't throw a nigga in the studio. Ninety nine percent of the industry is fake. You ain't buy a nigga an apple, bro. You feel me? <laughs> fuck that, bro. You gotta show a little to the. the, the ninety nine, ninety nine, ninety eight percent of the apple. industry you is secure fake. The bag. The bag is home. Yeah. Securing the bag, bro, and the bag is home. Ninety eight percent of the music industry is fake. Facts, Thank bro. you for being a part of that 2% that's real. We 2%. We the 2%. You know what I mean? Man. The 1%. The 1 and 1. The Shout one. out Young OBs. Shout bitch. out to the 1%ers <laughs> that. I love that. I care about any, everybody. I want to see everybody up. As long as you want to see me up. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't want to see me up, for some reason, I want to see you up. You know what I mean? That's just how I work. That's how I, that's how I think about things. You hit yeah. the Young OBs? Have I hit the Young OBs? Are you? Okay. Uh, Detroit Lingo. Are you hip? Meaning, hip. are you hip? Are you? I thought you said hit. Like, are you ga- hip? Like I thought you were like. Oh. Are you hip to Young Obeezy? I've heard the name. For okay. sure. After this, I'm gonna put you real hip. Okay. I've heard the name. I've heard a lot of names, but it's like a definitely another disc. I'm I'm a big guy. Like I don't I don't uh, depending on where I'm at, I don't necessarily like to have people like give me their first impression of playing their song on their phone. Like someone will come in the store and like play, put their shit up to my ear. Shoving in your ear. Or even at or even at like concerts or in clubs, people try to do that shit, and it's like. If we're in a quiet setting and I can actually like hear it, maybe, but like every, it's just not the best first impression yeah. on a lot of people. So it's like I'll hear names like, "Oh, yo, I'm young, obese." Because it's whoever. a right place, right time but thing, yeah. bro. Like you're not about to, I'm not about to go up to Eric in the middle of a water wave show no. and show him my music. Bro, some, I was standing literally like on the side of a stage for one of our shows, and some and someone was performing. We're right next to the speaker, and someone still had the like the, I thought I would. Like, I still work. don't appreciate y'all putting me on at five thirty or at seven thirty <laughs> on that one show, though, or uh, about to put me on at seven thirty at that one. What show, was that uh, for the Trace? Skyway? Trace the, yeah. See, Skyway. See, when I when I put together lineups, I don't even I try to like how do I say it? Sometimes the middle of the show is more lit than the end, right? Mm-hmm. I try to, and I try to at least have like similar vibes to like the headliner leading up to the headliner. Mm-hmm. And I know you come with the pop stuff more than like Trayson's coming with like the hard, you know, the the rage shit. Don't so act like, like I don't do rage music. Eric. But what were you gonna? What are you gonna perform? But but regardless, like Bruh. anything. I think I think beginning of the sh- I think middle of the show on for most of our shows are more lit than the end of the show unless you book a headliner. Like the time you went on, there was more people uh, probably in that building than when Trayson went on. Because I brought those people. And then it maybe doesn't even matter what time you would go on then if they're going to leave after you perform anyways. You know what I mean? But I I think I don't think there isn't a bad I don't the only bad time to perform is first. Yeah, I I can agree with that. But someone has to do it. That's why we usually that's why we usually if we can, like if if it's like a really long show, we'll find like a younger guy that has never performed before to like give. Yeah, but y'all were going to put the younger guys that haven't performed before in front of me. King Glow. He was first. He was the only young guy that's like. Nah, nigga, you had Saturday, you had Sunday, AM, at night, moonlight, whoever the fuck. 
Well, he was only going to do five minutes. That was like the thing. I don't give but a fuck if it was five minutes. <laughs> but see, now we're getting back to the point of where you don't care and you don't have animosity. No, 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 no. But now that, you're that, bringing that's, it up that's animosity. The, that's the thing. I feel like when you get to the point where you can call people out on that shit, then it's just a simple conversation. You know what I mean? Then it's a. Yeah, then we, if you have a we problem with that conversation. No, though. yeah, no, I'm already knowing. So I didn't think we need to revisit it again, but. but I, that can, was just, I can revisit it. Huh? I can revisit it if I want to. Yeah, I thought we already figured we're under the understanding of. She just want to put that shit on the flow. On me. To let y'all other motherfuckers know what five thirty isn't our time. Put us at like six or something. I just feel I like I was gonna say five thirty. I'm talking. Have to be a festival for that. <laughs> I wish a nigga would put, put me on, on at five thirty. <laughs> Doors at five fifteen type shit. Like what? I don't know what store five. That's weird, bro. Imagine. That's a fucking outdoor festival or something. If you're like, on at five thirty. Yeah, but that's weird. 5.30? 5.30 at an outdoor festival wouldn't be bad. That'd be like towards no, the that's, end. that's decent. Because yeah, if it no, starts at noon. Then again, that show is 16 plus too, and I'm pretty sure you had to start it early. Yeah, we had to end at 10.30. Yeah, so on and so yeah. forth. But you know, it's shit like that. Like, I don't know, like, it's levels to this shit. For real. And, and I feel like not only, not only is like, you have to work hard for your positions and stuff, you also people like, deserve respect where it's due you know what i mean like and but that's just the game you know what i mean if you want respect you have to earn it yeah. and that's been my biggest thing is just trying to earn respect from everybody you yeah. know what i mean i Go say out. when i when i like literally my thought process putting on local shows i i don't necessarily look at the order of the artist as a tier list that's yeah. not how i put together shows at all like the headliner maybe will be yeah cause, i mean the tr- show's called feeling like trace and obviously it's his show he's gonna go last yeah when we do a bobby rap show obviously he's the headliner's go last even on the bobby rap show our three guys didn't er, went before tarzan and kobe Westside yeah. kobe you know what i mean like like we didn't Man, it, it, Tarzan. even on a lot of our oh, shows Tarzan. like like i'll have like jake go early and then vino go in the middle maybe tracing towards the end but like may it not even be like the headliner yeah so it's like i don't like uh as long as people come in like if we leave that first hour for people to come in that then everyone that's going to come in after that is most likely the people that are going to be there so, what, so I was, I don't, what i was getting to with that is um if there's a show in minneapolis pop out when the door is open yeah. Like, don't pop out late. Because like, the whole lineup's going to be fire. Be there for if everybody. If the right people are putting the show together. Yeah, like, that 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 was my thing was, like, if the show starts at 8, get there at 8. Like, like support everybody on that lineup because they will want the same for you. You know what I mean? And the same people, like, oh, why didn't you, like, just, just I was saying, oh, why didn't you put me on earlier? Well, why didn't you show, why didn't everybody especially show if, up earlier? Especially if Free World or, or NZ Rose name on a, on a uh, flyer. Definitely get to See, that bitch on And that's ride. why I drop the flyer with the time slots early. Right. So that people know, oh, if, I, if I'm if i coming to watch NZ Rose, I got to be there by this time. It's not like, oh, she's going so early, like, it's disrespectful. It's yeah. like, no, if you're going to a festival and Blueface is on at three and whoever. And I'm not fucking, going to see no Blueface. But that's, I'm getting there. Blueface is on at three. Shout out the Lugs. Gunna's on at yeah, six. I, and no. Drake's on at ten. If I don't want to go see Blueface, I'm going to show up at 6. You right. know? So if someone crib. doesn't want to watch King Glow, but they know Enzy's on at 8, I'm going to pull up at 740 to make sure I'm there before Enzy goes right. on if I don't care to see the beginning people. Right. So I don't. I, putting it together, it's not a tier list thing at all. Like yeah. that, that's literally my thought process. If, 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 yeah, it's, you post the times of the slots, people know when to be there to watch who they want to watch, and they can leave after that if they do, please. That's what so. I was getting to, just like with the open mics. Like if you want to you wanna be on the lineup, you got to get there early to sign up. Yeah. You know what I mean? You better... So, yeah. 
Nigga, I'm free road as fuck. I go to Taco Tuesday. Free road to the T. Nigga, what? I Damn. ain't performing, eh? It's too many niggas I had. Yeah. And trust me, I have... I have no animosity or disrespect towards you or, no, yeah, no, I wasn't. or anybody else in this music scene unless they initiated themselves, then you just lost, you lose yeah. all of your opportunities. And that then we could I also feel you. like, bro, if you feel some type of way about no, it, just say that. I mean, that's no. why, literally, remember, we had the yeah. conversation, you, because uh, uh, I, was, I was hit up by someone else that, about how you were feeling. Yeah. So I called you directly, right? Yeah. Boom. I called you. I'm like, What's wrong? Yeah, exactly. Because I'm not hiding from shit. I'm not like, that's oh, like, like it. and that's that's what I was nothing. getting to, bro. If you got a problem with me or what we got going on or what you got going on or what anyone, put that shit on the flow. Don't be on the internet. Oh, that whole Ooh, don't be on the internet talking about. On the tight all right, side. All right, we go. No good. Got long legs over here. We keep hitting cords. Oh, and, oh, legs, and cords. I seen niggas posting. Oh yeah, and this I nigga. seen niggas posting uh on y'all Instagrams and shit. Like I ain't six six, and like Rose ain't win them championships. No, and yeah, like, we no, 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 no. Bust no, no. y'all ass no, no, on no. that court. Yeah, yeah, there's one more thing I wanted to say. So, we're gonna start a basketball team. 
Um, Fuck. If anybody wants to play us, free the free world. world basketball team, hit us up. We could do tournaments. We could shit. Free world versus water wave. Free world versus who? I don't give uh, a however, fuck. However, you if you, you want air, smoke on the there. court, can you? Can I? Can we? Does it have to be existing members, or can you recruit? Jordan Horns a water wave you, you wanna, you you wanna play in? Free World, you're finna get your ass busted. Actually, actually, Eric. Because I haven't hooped in like four or five Eric, years. I'm, <laughs> gonna, I'm gonna challenge you. I'm gonna challenge the water wave. I feel like I'd be decent. I, I'm good at Y'all the can't fuck with us on the court. Ah! Nobody hey, hold on, can. hold on. Can we can we add a bunch of the artists so they all have to play type shit? That'd at, be at, fun. At um at Cumo, at Tracing Green, at um yeah, Paul Blaze, cause nigga, I see <laughs> your ass talking to No, nigga, nah. I'm gonna dunk on your ass, bro. At, at Lil Dooski, you can't guard any of us. Lil Dooski, yeah. I'm gonna dunk a on you, fuck. fam. I seen, I seen your little, bro. Your I, yeah, I seen that Instagram post. You can't guard I us. It, I ain't letting nah. it slide, dude. We want a we, we want a basketball team. Dooski post, man. Fuck this, man. Lil I seen he used to post. He posts his highlights sometimes. Oh yeah, a lot of highlights and shit. I got championships under my belt. We could do this. <laughs> I got championships under hey, my belt. We're not. God. We're we we don't only do music. We play sports too. We, we some sports. tall ass niggas. You see me walking around the neighborhood all the time, nigga. Nigga, what? Y'all some tall ass niggas. Y'all can catch us at the court over here in Dinky Town. Dinky Town. Or wherever y'all want to do it. And get these buckets. Or yeah, we can put money on I the floor. Like, I feel like that'd be that'd be a cool fun. That'd Let's be like a fun it. tournament, like a just like a rapper uh, basketball. I wanna. Maybe. I'm challenging. I'm challenging Waterway first. I'm calling out Waterway first. And the give best. me them a Flamo Dreams niggas too. I want yeah, all no, of that I shit. Want, Son, want you're not everybody. safe with your love. I'm calling that'd be out Waterway too. I want. Fuck it. I'm calling out Lil Doski too. I want a Minnesota music. Basketball festival. I want these. I want these artist fun. niggas to play sports. We see how talk shit now. Cause now ain't no mics or no music is involved. Now ain't it's no, just all fucking. Now what, now it ain't no street shit and ain't no ain't no, ain't no Glocks. We playing. We we hooping. You know what I mean? Oh y'all definitely don't want to put them pads on. I play football. We could do football we could do too. Football seven too. on seven. I'm we way colder than football. Man, we could do top golf. Had a basketball. We could do top. I would do golf, golf. but I would I'd fuck with football. We'll have, Maskey. Maskey we'll have Maddie in there ass. fucking y'all up in top golf. I'll take any artist, media company guy in one on ones, but I'm on offense. Hey, real. I know you said we finna end real quick, but I for some reason, bro, real quick, bro, show face real quick one time for the one oh God, time. Oh God, we need shout y'all yeah. names out real quick, cause y'all nigga, this this vital niggas in here, this this mob in here, fam. Nick. Whole free world in here. Well, there you go. That's a good spot to end it. Come shop with us. Shop with us at 1521 Como Avenue, Southeast Minneapolis. We sell shoes like Jordans, Yeezys. We got vintage tees, hypeware. We got a studio. Book that on waterwavetv.com. And subscribe, like, share, all that. Tap in with all them. I'm out.